Hi, my name is Zach Irvine, and this is my story. Um, I am cranking these out. I think this is my third day in a row that I've done one. Am I enjoying this? I don't know. I mean, I think I could go slower and enjoy it more, but at the same time, there's so many things in life that, like, I don't want to relive. <laughs> mm. I guess I'm just trying to tell enough to be able to remember. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing. Maybe I'll have to, like, update, like, high school life because I feel like my high school life is pretty plain. Um, I guess there's just a lot of things I don't really want people knowing about high school. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Anyways. And I think there's also a lot of, like, funny stories I would tell people, but they're also kind of hurtful or negative in some way, shape, or form, so I don't really tell those either. So, yeah. Um, I'm actually sitting here on my bed eating cinnamon applesauce, so that's why you'll hear me pause time to time. I've got to give myself them nutrients. So, anyways... As I was talking about, I'm on to my senior year. And I kind of mentioned this before, but my senior year was definitely one of those moments where I was really messed up. Like, I had a lot of bad ideas, but I really tried to be the best kind of version of me. And uh, I really respect me for it. And there's a lot of things that I did during this where it's like, you are such an idiot. You are such a jerk. And then there's other things where it's like, Man, nobody understands you, you know? Like, I think I looked like a villain, but I respect myself the most during this year. So, we crack in. Um, I, I mean, I always start with EFY, so why don't we just start with EFY? I went to Nauvoo. Um, so that's like the first settlement, first major settlement of the Saints back east and they actually even built a temple out there it's a cool place if you haven't been there you should go um i didn't necessarily have a well i mean of course i had a spiritual experience out there i had many but it's more like it just felt homey like the little town is just so tiny and cute and quaint and i loved it i loved it so much um, I think it's not as cool as Palmyra spiritually, but it was a really fun place to visit. So I love that. Um, I loved going to Nauvoo, made some good friends. Um, I even met a friend who went to Harriman High School and we hung out quite a few times. Um, we went to a dance together too. I met all of her friends. It was fun. Uh, she got married, so that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was a pretty lame story. But, um, yeah, so the summer before my senior year, Reed Hadfield, the one that was on my team that I was also working with, he went on his mission to Russia. So I think he had already sold the business and told everybody to find somebody else for the summer because he wouldn't be able to finish it up until winter. So he was done. 
Um, I think he was just chilling, actually, for the last couple months. So I definitely needed a new job, but actually worked out with my dad because um, they needed somebody to mow lawns. I've talked about um, my dad and his job, too. And, you know, they owned lots of different properties. And at this time, they owned an assisted living and they owned multiple uh, strip centers and they would need, they need to mow the lawns every week. So me and uh, technically my boss would go and mow these lawns and it took about 50 hours a week. Like it was more than a full-time job. It was a hectic summer. That was a good summer for me though. It kept me in line. Um, I would run in the mornings and right after my run. So I would show up to work around 9.30, but I'd get home around 7.30. And so it was, yeah, it was crazy. And I would just like eat dinner, mess around with friends, and then do it all over again. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> that was fun, though. Um I do remember those are some of the worst days of work ever. I I remember the worst day of my work of my life. I don't think this will ever change because it was so bad. Was we laid sod for ten hours at this yard and I was like, This is the worst thing ever. Like just laying down sod sucks. I don't know. Maybe also because I was weaker than I was. Like I probably could do it now. It's like, yeah, that was pretty rough, but Anyways, it was, I was so dead when I got home, and I got already done like a fifteen mile run that day, so yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So, anyways, I, that was pretty much my life before my senior year. Was I was just working and working, and then anytime I had vacations, you know, of course I would take them and, because you know my mom still wanted me to do stuff. So I was still involved in school, and I was still able to do lots of cross-country practice. Um, and now, I haven't really talked much about my romantic life. I've talked a little bit, you know, just a few key stories, because, I don't know. I mean, throughout this process, of course, there's going to be lots of girls that I like that don't like me. There's going to be lots of girls that don't like me that I didn't like back. Um, but I'm just mentioning the important ones. And this summer, um, I actually remember right before the end of junior year, I was hanging out with Cassie. And I kind of put my arm around her. And she just kind of just started crying. I remember that was an awful feeling because she was just like, well, I don't know. I just don't feel ready yet. After her last boyfriend, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I get that. And so I didn't, I didn't push in any way. I just kind of, I, I wasn't like, I didn't really know if she was into me because it didn't seem like I like you, but there's also Ken, the boyfriend. Well, I almost said his name. I'm trying to leave out as many names as I can. <laughs> um, yeah, so it didn't really seem like that, but at the same time, it just didn't seem like you know, she did or didn't. She she just didn't confirm it. It wasn't like I needed a confirmation either. Um, so anyways, that summer, I wasn't defeated, but I was just kind of like, you know, I was just doing my own thing. I remember um, my sister 
at her wedding. And I think a couple days before, mom was like, yeah, Zach, if you want to, you can invite a date. I was like, no, oh, okay. Like, I didn't really think about it too much. And I was sitting there, I was like, and most of the time, if there was, like, a date I needed to bring something, i just find a girl, you know, and they'd come. And I was just like, man, like, I just want Cassie to come, you know. Like, not even, like, romantically, but just, like, as a friend. So I invited her, and she came. And that was, I remember that just threw me up so high in the air because I uh, I was dancing with her, and she gave me the look. You know, look like I really want to kiss you right now, kind of thing, and that made me feel amazing. And um, I, at that moment, I kind of knew that she liked me back, which was just a huge moment in high school because I guess throughout my whole high school life, I a was kind of this man on the mission trying to meet everybody, and b I met other girls, and I even remember after like a heartbreak, I was just kind of like not a heartbreak, but it was just like there's this girl being stupid. And I tried to make things work. It's kind of dumb. She's a great girl. It was just high school that was stupid. That's what I'm trying to say. And um, I remember saying, like, I don't kiss anybody in high school. Like, that's fine. But, like, if I'm going to kiss one person, it's going to be Cassie. You know? So this was just, like, two years amounting to this where I was like, wow. Like, it was an awesome win. And then... um. So that was kind of what I was going into this year with was finally after waiting for so long, being Cassie's good friend, uh, one of her best friends, I she finally liked me, you know. That was a great feeling to go into senior year like that. Along with also being in student government, which was fun. And um and also for my team, I didn't really talk about it too much. I was the fourth fastest guy. I mean, this season was pretty lame. Um, I'm just going to talk about it all because it was probably one of my least favorite seasons. You know, it's hard because you... <laughs> um, you know, I remember my freshman year. It's like, oh, like I just want to earn my way up. I want to help the team. And then my sophomore year, it's like I have all these awesome friends and we just had like a solid seven people. And everyone was just so dedicated. And then my junior year... Um, you know, that kind of fizzled away, but there was also Ian and Brandon that I got to make friends with, and Reed, who was there from, like, the beginning, you know, and then having Reed go away, and just not as many people were as dedicated, and they, it was mainly conflicts with the coach, not going to lie about that, but, um, and I'm not even going to lie in saying that I butted heads with him multiple times, but I realize now that he just wanted me to succeed, you know, and he was going to He's willing to offend me to get me to that point, you know. Um, so anyways, yeah, that season, I just wasn't as motivated. It was just kind of hard. Plus, also, like, I've just kind of been taking so many losses. But I was like, you know what, whatever. Like, I'm really going to. Like, my practices weren't that hard. But uh, I don't know. Was I motivated or was I not? I think I was more motivated when I was younger. My junior year, I really just didn't care. Um, and when I say I didn't care, like, I went to practice every day. I ate well. Like, and I still did all the extra stuff. But I just didn't have that same enthusiasm. I think my senior year, I started getting back on the horse. I wasn't as 
motivated. But as the season went on, I could not break any of my PRs, my personal records. And that was irritating me. And I wanted to be a faster runner. And so we went. I remember I'm racing. Just like, I started out decent. Like, I think I started out as our third runner. And I went down to almost JV. That was, it was so bad. Every race, I just kept getting worse. I'm just psyching myself out. And I was just so frustrated. I remember region. We did a pre-region contest. And we got second to last place. And I was like, this is not going to happen. It's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the team up top. And like, I was so frustrated with all these races. So anyways, I warmed up alone. I didn't talk to anybody practically the whole time. And I uh, got out on the line for region. And I, I was I was practically number seven. It was really touching because all the guys, they put me up at the number one spot because, you know, even though, I mean, I still was the leader of the team. I was the captain. Um, I for sure led that team because there were just no leaders and there was nobody who had the experience that I had. And even in workouts, I still was up near the front or in the front pack. And uh, I remember just you know, just telling myself, like, whatever it takes, I will do whatever it takes to get my team to state, and I just ran with the front pack, and I stayed with them, and I ran one of the best races of my life, (laughs) um, I got a really good time, uh, I got, I finished fourth for my school, though, still, (laughs) it's kind of a bummer to feel like that, it's like, wow, like, even if I did really well, I mean, now, granted, one of the kids has a brother who is a state champion, so he has a genetics. Another one gets signed on to BYU. He has great genetics, too. The last one, I don't know, but I don't care. <laughs> um, they, they were really great runners, and I was, you know, it was good that they beat me. Um, but I remember finishing that race, and we got second to last place. We didn't even make it to state, and we had five guys under 16 minutes, 40 seconds. And that was an awful feeling. Like just not being able to make it to state with that. Like we won region with slower times. Um, That sucked so bad. And I remember just sitting there just so mad. I'm like, what the heck? Like we did everything. It's like, and they still won't let us go. Like it sucked and we didn't get to go to state. Um, <clears throat> and that mo, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about that moment. <clears throat> But that was kind of my senior year of cross country. Great race at the end, but a really rough season. <clears throat> and honestly, I'm happy it ended that way. All four years of cross country, I loved, and I I would never take it back. And it was definitely my passion, and it is still one of my passions. I consider myself, I don't run nearly as much as I used to, but I still consider myself a runner. I'll always consider myself a runner. Like, even if I'm obese and in a wheelchair, I'm going to consider myself a runner. Um, <clears throat> anyways, we, uh, so while this is going on, there's also student government, and, um, you know, I started working with the people in student government, and this is kind of what changed my perspective about everything in there was, um, I realized that nobody really wanted to change anything. That we weren't there for change. We were just there to plan. We were just a planning committee, like a glorified planning committee. 
And um, the system was already made and we were just there to listen. And that was rough. That was a rough feeling. I was like, wow, this goal I made was just smoking mirrors. Um, so I, uh, I kind of just started looking at other ways to reach out to people. I really just started trying to serve people more, um, especially my ward <clears throat> and just trying to be a better friend. And I think that's a great change that I made that I still do today, where it's like, I'm a lot less concerned about leading the group and more of just helping the individual. Um, so anyways, back to Cassie, though. I, um, you know, we have this dance, you know, and I, I know that she likes me, and gradually, you know, we go into high school, uh, high school, senior year, and I, I do remember, like, her brother finally came up and said that, like, explicitly that she liked me. I was like, oh, wow, that's really nice to know. Um, <laughs> so finally, I kissed her at the beginning of senior year, which was awesome. Like, uh, it was uh, it was a good first kiss. It was actually on top of a church with a full moon. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> uh It was kind of, yeah, and that's kind of something I kind of hate about Utah dating, too. It's just that there's so much pressure to not date seriously. It's like, if I hadn't dated Cassie, like, had that kiss and had that experience, right now would be really weird. Because it's like, I would just kind of, like, felt like my feelings had to be shut off, you know? So, anyways, um, kissed her, and we started dating a little bit. And it was hard because, you know, you'd have to date somebody else and then you'd have to go on a date with them and then date somebody else and then you could go back, you know. So it's like I'd go on a date with Cassie and I'd go on a date with some other girl because you couldn't go on uh, consecutive dates together. That was the rule. And, um, <clears throat> and she had to do the same thing. So that was really hard. And we would hang out and stuff, but – and I'll talk a little bit more about that concern. And this is definitely one of those moments that I do regret, though, was um, <clears throat> going into, well, Cassie asked me to a dance. And so during our birthday, we went to a dance together. And in that group, Stuart actually came with uh, one of Cassie's friends. One of Cassie's friends asked Stuart to go. So Stuart and I were in the same group, and it was all fun. And during that dance, um... Stuart actually had made Cassie cry. Uh, and that hurt really bad. That hurt because I kind of, A, I thought that, I mean, I've never dated a girl before. Neither had I really had feelings for another girl. I was like, I, I was pretty convinced at that time that I was going to marry Cassie. You know, not for necessarily not dating another girl, but just more of, like, it was, it's hard for me to have feelings for a girl. And it's like, even to this day, like, I don't really like many girls. I'm very picky about who I like, and I don't really spend time. I don't try to lead on just random girls. And um, <clears throat> anyways, he made her cry, so I'm, I have this in my mind. But also, there was a few other things that were happening with Stuart. Um, 
including my family. Just my family wasn't very supportive. Um, and there's some things that happened between my sister and him that just weren't great. And um, there's like a lot of little things. He was also kind of harping on Jackson lately. And he was hanging out with friends who were kind of a bad influence on him and subsequently a bad influence on me. And <clears throat> so what I did is after that dance, that was almost like the shot that broke the camel's back. And this is one of the rudest things that I ever did was I called him up that like Sunday night. And I just told him to get out of my life. Um, I think I was hoping that he would retaliate a little bit. I was hoping that he would, you know, try ask why, but he it almost sounded like he didn't care. And that hurt me too, where I just, like, it almost seemed like it was fine that I went away. And that's definitely one of those choices I regret a lot in life. I, it sucks that I made that choice. Um, but that's life, I guess. You know, you make stupid choices. <laughs> um, but I still miss him. I think that's a cool thing also, is you can look back at those moments and recognize what you would do now. Which now, obviously, I would just sit down and i talk to him and just explain what's going wrong. And, you know, if you want to listen, then, yeah, I guess I would have to distance myself from him. But I feel like most people are very negotiable. And he would have been negotiable because we were best friends. Um, so anyways, I start spending time with other friends and Jackson is still my friend. And to this day, Jackson's like my brother. Um, so yeah, sorry, that, that's just kind of, that sucks. And then after that happened, you know, I started dissing myself from Cassie because even though I kind of did it for her, it kind of still sucked. <laughs> it, this sucked because I kind of knew that she was the reason I did it. And I was like, well, is like this girl even worth that, you know? Um, but obviously, like, there is no ultimatums. Like, if anyone. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. I'm just going to check, see if this is working still. Um. Hello, hello? Yeah, okay, we're good. Sorry, I dropped one of the earbuds, so. Um, anyway, she kind of kept giving me ultimatums that were just not very, not directly, but indirectly she was. <clears throat> and so anyways, I'll get more into that later, though. So I kind of was avoiding her. Finally decided that, like, you know, we needed to... Um that I was going to be a better guy to her too. And uh, we started becoming very close. But the hard thing about it throughout all of high school was that, well, not high school, during our relationship was that we both really liked each other and everyone knew that we were together. But since you can't date exclusively, you just kind of like, <laughs> sounds so stupid now, especially considering that, you know, I can date people more seriously. Um, you know, so you go on other dates, but uh, it, the jealousy really gets to you because, you know, you go on dates with other guys and it's like, who is she going out with? What's going on with those dates? These guys are getting individual time with her 
and it's like it's the same thing like I she went through the same thing too where I'm going out on dates with girls that used to have feelings for me or probably did have feelings for me and it's like it's kind of hard being a girl and thinking like oh yeah well my guys is like out with this girl I'm like <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> um so yeah that that kept adding pressure and then also going on the mission which I'll talk a lot more about that um you know, out of this pressure on me where, you know, there's just Stuart and the mission and this fact that I want to date her seriously, but I can't. And I just felt like the best choice was to end things with her. Um, and the way I ended things with her, it wasn't necessarily the fact that I did end things with her. It was just the way that I did it. it just wasn't probably the best way. And uh, anyways... That eventually, I tried to make things up. We tried to write each other during the mission. And I'll talk about her probably post-mission. Because, you know, she's still, she's her story isn't done with. Because, practically, she's the most important girl in my life up to this moment. You know, even throughout my mission. Because I didn't date anybody else, you know. Um, <clears throat> so, anyways, that happens. <clears throat> that's kind of my social life. And so, you know, it's kind of get sucked up from Cassie for the time being. But anyways, let me get back to where I was almost extracurricularly. was that, you know, I'm doing student government. It's not very satisfying. Cross country, I had a very disappointing season. And I hate track and field. And I just don't know what I'm doing. And all of a sudden, my friend comes up and she says, hey, do you want to do Dancing with the Hawks? Um, and Dancing with the Hawks was kind of like Dancing with the Stars, but, uh, you know, for high school. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to. And so I did that with her for about a month. Uh, we practiced, and that was a great, that was a fun experience. It kind of taught me that I suck at dancing, but it was really fun to get to know other things, you know, and I kind of had this moment where it's like, I kind of want to get to know something else. And so anyways, I was training for track and field and all of a sudden my leg starts hurting pretty bad. And I found out that um, while I was warming up, I actually got like a pretty bad uh, ACL injury and never happened to me before. And it was going to take practically the whole season for me to heal up. So I missed my senior year of track and instead I did a play. Uh, I did theater. And I wasn't good, but I know that the theater teacher, I was in her class already, and I'm almost 100% positive that the reason why she put me on was because she just wanted me to be, you know, it was almost like team chemistry, you know, she wanted me to be there. She didn't really need my acting skills, she just needed my people skills. And so I had this part that I was in a lot of scenes. I was just a secretary. And I probably had 50 lines. Like, I didn't act or anything. I just kind of, like, reacted and just kind of was in the room and stuff. And uh, kind of funny. It's really funny. But uh, I loved it. You know, I just love learning, you know. And that was a great learning experience. And so this is all kind of happening where let's see if I can get you a good timeline. Tracking cross-country ended at the beginning of October. I kissed Cassie at, like, the beginning of September. Mm. Stuart and I ended things 
at like the middle of November. I had Dancing Hawks in December. I did. Hmm. I'm thinking. I did this play from like January to March or April. And I ended things with Cassie in February. So hopefully that kind of makes sense in your head where I'm at. Anyways, so right when I finished things though with Cassie, I, you know, turn in my mission papers. And that pretty much becomes my life because a month later I get my mission call to Tahiti, which is actually a really cool experience. Because what happened was, was I was sitting there thinking about my mission call, how I was going and how I was going to open it. I was like, you know, like, I don't want a huge opening party. Like, I want to feel the spirit when I open it. It's like, I'm not going to feel the spirit if I do that. So I'm trying to think about who to open it with. And finally, I just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to open it myself. Like, nobody's going to care nearly as much as me. Like, literally, like, my mom is the only person who could compare. But even then, she's not going there, you know? Like, this is only going to be important to me. So I got the text from my mom, went home, grabbed the letter. I drove up to the Draper Temple, read my patriarchal blessings, said a prayer. I opened it up, and I remember I was like, oh, you've been assigned to labor in the Tahiti Papiti mission. <laughs> and honestly, I've never really told anybody this, but um, I that was definitely my number one concern. That's where I was going. And I was like, Shoot, I have to learn French because I remember learning that. It was kind of cool because I remember looking at a map, I think it was seventh grade, about places that spoke French. And I saw, like, you know, like, there's so much in Canada, um, France, and Africa. And it was like 1% of French speakers <laughs> live out on this island. I'm like, well, that'd be weird to go there, you know? And that was my first thought. I was like, oh, I'm going to a Polynesian mission, you know? And I'm like, I'm probably going to wear a skirt, you know? <laughs> and, uh, then I saw that it was a week after graduation. I was like, wow, like this is going to be tough. And honestly, my head, like people are like, were you excited? Were you scared? I was kind of like, you know, I just was ready. I was ready to go. I had a vision. I knew where I was going and I went, I was going to go for it. And, um, so, that, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, but anyways, with that, though, I, uh, near the end of my senior year, I, you know, since Cassie took up so much of my time, and all these extracurricular things, I just started becoming more and more introverted. Especially, it's hard when, you know, you're going out on a two-year mission. It's such an adult choice a week after graduation. You just can't feel like you relate to anybody. Because, you know, everyone is just kind of on a different level than you. And so I remember just spending so many nights alone. Just sitting in my room. Because I just... I had friends, but nobody who could understand. There's a lot of people who wanted to understand. But nobody who could. I, uh, that was really rough for me. And, uh, I had a few great friends that really helped me through that. 
I prepared. Um, and that's pretty much kind of my high school life, honestly, was that, um, just to put it, you know, I guess next time we'll just start with my mission. There's a lot of things that happened in high school. There are a lot of those fun memories because it was a goofy time. I hung out with a lot of people and went to lots of different parties. I did crazy things. I did stupid things. I had really fun, intimate moments. I would, you know, I was a sweet guy. I, I made people smile who hadn't smiled all day, you know. I had hard moments, happy moments. Um, I had fights with my parents. I'd fight with other people, you know. And, um, yeah, pretty much <laughs> that's kind of my high school story was that transferred into a school, decided that I was going to make a change, got to know a bunch of people, got corrupted, and in the end, I just spent it alone. <laughs> and, um, and that's kind of why, you know, I, I hate myself for ending things with Stuart and Cassie the way I did with Cassie. I'm happy I ended things with her. Because now I'm older and I understand that that's not what I want. But I hate the fact that we're not friends. And with Stuart, just in general. Um, so yeah, anyways, I just remember waiting out. Graduated. Went to a youth conference thing that my parents forced me to go to. And I went down to Provo to the Missionary Training Center to go to Tahiti. And this was... Definitely my choice because my whole life I told myself I wanted to go on a mission. I was motivated to go And I was excited. I was excited to get to that next part of my life I especially have that summer when I came back to try to figure out my life It was a really good experience. So Yeah, that's uh, I guess that's my senior year and if I just had one takeaway It'd be just not to worry you know, um, I think my all throughout high school, I was worried about who would like me or following the rules or whatever. If worrying affects your, like your present happiness, then it's not worth worrying about. I worried so much during high school. I could have just done so much more. I could have been a better runner if I didn't worry as much. I could have been a better friend if I didn't worry as much. I could have been a better probably boyfriend of Cassie if I hadn't worried as much. But instead, I just let my fears control me. And I would just ride these fear-driven tantrums um, to safety, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get into my mission, though. And this I'm going to spend a lot more time on. I have my journals. I don't know how long I'm going to spend on each one, but since these are spiritual... And there's a lot of stuff that I can talk about. I'm going to spend more time on them. So anyways, with that, um, I'm going to end this. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day.